you, you think you do everything, but then you have a kid that turns into a little shit. What do you do then? I've got a good boxing book for that. Hello everybody and welcome to Overly Honest Dads, the world's greatest ever podcast about parenting. Sit down, make yourself comfortable, or if you prefer to run whilst you listen to podcasts, please feel free to do that as well. We're here to talk to you about our experiences of being fathers and we're going to do it very honestly, which is kind of our motif. So I'm Matt, I'm your host and I'm joined as ever by my wonderful pals, Magnus. Good evening everyone, or afternoon, or morning. Whenever Indeed. you choose to listen to this yeah. podcast, it's up to you. Or the past no or the future. Say that. Yes, it's true. And we also have John. I'll say simple John and I'll just say hello. Simple John, well that's kind of how I think of you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. a bit simple. Um, so I'm welcome. Don't sit on a cock or anything, Matt. Thanks for joining us, we really appreciate your time your and your attention. Um, so yeah, um, we have lots in store for you, but as ever, we're going to open our show with a bit of dad news where we tell you about what's happened recently for us in our lives as dads. Um, so I think Magnus is going to kick us off this week. So Magnus, what's your dad news? My dad news this week is that Quinn had her first illness, uh, so oh, to no. speak. Yeah, she was ill. I, we're not entirely sure what she got, but um, she was really grumpy for about three days and her shits were like radioactive <laughs> yellow. Oh no. Like paste. Very much like toothpaste. Smell, what's the smell factor? Are we talking like... Because sometimes when they're disgusting, they don't smell so bad. I mean, how... Well, I, I would say that all of us shit smell really bad. <laughs> Fair enough. And I, yeah, I hate myself when I'm having to clean them. Oh, no. So, yeah, when, 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 she, was, when she was an infant, like a few months old, and her, her poo was like cottage cheese, it looked rank. However, there was no smell to it. There was no odour. Now, it's an everyday nasal attack. <laughs> <laughs> There's no distinction between her being ill or... Any other day, it's all unfair. Was it liquid or? Yeah, it, yeah, she had diarrhea, leakage. Oh. Yeah, leakage. Leafic. Oh, yeah. they go up oh. the back. Did you ever get the ones where they go up the back? It's been to, oh, months mate. since we saw that. Months, and she had it. Oh, so mate. she, yeah, man. The the last time we had one of those accidents where you feel like throwing a baby away uh, was <laughs> three months ago, I think. Uh, but yeah, and then she she had it again with this diarrhea went all the way up to her ears. You know, it's just yeah. it's just all kinds of demoralisation. Sounds like the shits I was having during the vegan diet the last couple of weeks. I, I believe so. Yeah. It could have been similar. Maybe Quinn is a vegan secretly. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I was shit on the back of my ears as well. So. Really? <laughs> so with, so with Quinn like job. how? So Quinn was clearly had a lot of poo issues. She like did. how was her mood? Because like when Emily's been sick, one of the saddest things off. is when like they just look so demoralised. Yeah. She was fucking pissed off. She was grumpy. Yeah. It, it's more so that she whines and she, she'll oh, run yeah. around the floor playing while, while being really upset. She'll, <laughs> she'll pick up the box and be like, <laughs> <laughs> but still continue to I play. I wish people could see the hand movements. That was amazing. Oh, jeez. But so how long did it last? About three days. And was it hard for you guys? Uh, for a manner it was because I wasn't there. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> I, I got I got the arse end of it. When I came back, she was still a little bit ill, and the shits were still there. Um, but she was fine the next day. It was, it was a three day situation, which I, yeah, thankfully I didn't really have to deal with. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so it sounds like so not great dad news this week. Any positive? No, it was really positive. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Magnus, thanks for your dad news. Um, great stuff, John. What's been going on with you and your and your just many many children? Many many children. I've got three, man. Um, yeah. So 
my little girl keeps getting star of the week, which is great, and I'm so That's, proud. This of This is her. at school, I imagine. Yes, at school. Yes. Can so we give primary. her a round of applause? Yeah. Uh, okay. Whee. There you go. And, I, and I'm very proud of her. And my oldest is, is smart, but I'll be honest, my youngest is a fucking genius. We're doing the seven times table, and he's four, and he's sitting there and just and, and yes, like on this Saturday, we were sitting there, goes, and it's like, oh, okay, so daddy, what, what's seven times twenty three? I'm like. Alexa, we're seven times 23. <laughs> just like trying to help him to work it out. And he's learning the times table. It's just mind blowing. I'm enjoying it so much because he enjoys it. He wants to do it. Like we want to play Uno with the other kids. And it's like, oh, but daddy, you want to do times tables? I'm like, oh, you're going to be an accountant or something, aren't you? <laughs> he's an absolute genius. And maybe he'll go away and I'm not going to force him. But it's such a fun period because all wow. of a sudden I'm like, I'm seeing a real interest he's got a real interest in it and it's just like you're very smart you're really enjoying it and it's it's fun to watch it's fantastic i'm i'm kind of of the opinion that i'm sure this will go away he's going to hate maths and school and all the rest of it very soon but at the moment it's really good fun to watch it i'm really enjoying it so they're really doing well in school and i feel so engaged as much as i've been working like a bitch recently but when i'm at home there's that play una with them and then enjoying playing uno and then it's like my daughter wins and then she goes yeah i won and then she'll get up and she's hiding cards under her bum i'm like you fucking cheat <laughs> she's six they're trying to get these little characters and stuff that i don't know they're learning with interacting with other kids at school but it's it's so much pleasure i mean i can't even describe it, it just makes you happy especially when you hate your job mm. like you get home and you do that with your kids and it's kind of like yeah i like this um, this is why you know, it's good to be a dad it's yeah it's freaking awesome so my 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 dad news was positive so your dad you? news is showing off essentially yeah it is man like fucking for one week <laughs> let me show off yeah, yeah. well no i know that's all good you're not tempted so like your, your kid is showing signs of aptitude with mathematics so yeah. it could potentially not you know mine. I, i'm thinking well yeah that um <laughs> Now I'm thinking as well. You know, you know, could potentially look at a graduate scheme at one of the big four. You know, set set him up on a path to a lucrative career. Well, do you not? Like... Do you not think you could take the step off the gas of your own career now? Because he could probably pay for your retirement if he carries on at this rate. Well, if he carries on at that rate, yeah, why not? Like, I, 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 literally, one of the three either needs to be a lawyer or a doctor. Because me and my wife have MS, so I'm going to be in a wheelchair. Someone has to look after us. So one of them needs to do, needs to do well. My bet's on the youngest for the moment, but we'll see what happens. You see, my argument with my wife about having more kids is that it increases the chance that one will become phenomenally successful, and then I won't have to try anymore. Um, and that's that. It's seems... a good plan, exactly. It's and this is how plan. things used to work back in the old days. Um, people used to have a lot of kids because they needed people to look after them. Yeah. Now, and also, they I, died younger. We won't need people to look after them because we have the welfare state and everything else, and yeah. the safety net will be fine. But I do kind of fancy a life of luxury because one of my kids might end up being phenomenally talented. As do lucky. I. I completely agree, and I think yeah. we should encourage that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Alex does not agree with me, so yeah. I might actually have to make effort in my life. Um, which is a shame okay so is it my turn to yes it is sir okay so yeah well mine is tied into the theme of our episode so i mean well i will give a a, a little bit of daddy's before that we've recently just got back from paris uh we we went for a um and (laughs) i will that i take it that was a rude thing you said of course of course i heard i heard murd but i mean bitch in the ass or something yeah all right okay fair enough that's great stuff thanks john yeah um so yeah um to contribute but for any you know new parents out there thinking about taking a city break to paris um don't um <laughs> it is not well set up for little kids like if you go on the metro they're all stairs from street 
level down into the underground. It's not like on the tube where you enter on street level and have an escalator that takes you down. No, no, no. It's stairs. So if you've got a pushchair, it's going to be awkward. They don't have the wide barriers in many places to get a pushchair through so you have to get someone to validate your ticket and open up a little gate on the side which is a bunch of bullshit um and then if you go out to eat a lot of the time well i mean the the brasseries and bistros are great they're really nice i love the food and the drinks and everything else but they're so tight together they don't really have many high chairs and so we tended to eat with amelie sitting on one of our laps so the person without amelie would eat food and, and then you swap and then you swap which is you know you, it's fine to make do but it's not very relaxing and then the Airbnb we got didn't have any internet, didn't have a TV. And so once Amelie and the kid went to bed, so Amelie and Alex went to bed, I had nothing to do. But I, I, I have to say, at least they left you a, they left you a great review of the Airbnb. So. Oh, no, yeah. They, they gave us a bad review um, because apparently we weren't very communicative when we were leaving because the baby got sick right towards the end. And so we were in a bit of a state um, just trying to deal with the fact we hadn't slept much for 48 hours and had an ill baby. And then they the end of the review said um, maybe they were, depressed because they'd had three days of rain so british at the end no, no. So, so british ah, this is yeah the french are anglophobic so we, we complained we on are. the basis that that's bordering on xenophobia and that airbnb yeah, removed well, the review <laughs> yeah so fuckers. fuck them yeah yeah so so that happened but i mean you know i love paris so i don't mean to do yeah. down paris i really i've been like 12 times i think something stupid like that now mm. and i love the place and i was glad to take my wife and kid there but if you are new parents attempting paris um maybe just go to port aventura or something <laughs> you know just go, go somewhere, to our bay phone it go somewhere <laughs> go somewhere with a resort or somewhere where, or maybe if you've got help if you've got in-laws with you or something you know that's fine but just doing it two people and a kid on a city break oh jesus did you have to navigate any yellow vest protests no but they, they, they were there but they weren't near us okay um so we just fortuitously avoided it good yeah um but yeah the, what i wanted to talk about aside from that is about the fact that amelie is now um at a point where she's getting a lot more adventurous so mm. when we were in this apartment in in paris in this airbnb she was making a beeline for uh plug sockets constantly and wanting to stick her fingers in them essentially mm. anything we didn't want her to do she wanted to do it and the activist telling her no made her want to do it more and so this got me thinking that discipline <clears throat> disciplining our child is now on the agenda yeah and so that's what we're going to talk about today uh, we're going to talk about uh john your experience of disciplining your children because you've got three kids the eldest is what eight eight nearly nine nearly yeah. nine um and you have two others who are rapidly advancing along with the march of time and uh so we're going to hear about john's experiences and magnus and i we're going to talk about what we think the experience of disciplining kids is going to be like now so far in our wonderful podcast if you've listened to us you've talked you've heard us talk about our experiences but magnus and i still amateurs at this we haven't been doing this for very long and so we're going to talk about what we think it's going to be like and then in a future episode further down the line we're going to tell you what the reality actually is and then just at the end we're going to talk about the fact that smacking which is obviously related to discipline is now illegal in scotland um, and we're going to talk about what we think about that because smacking your kids is an issue that I think most parents have to deal with at some point, And we're going to tell you what our opinions are going to be. Does this sound like fun, guys? Ooh. It's a lot more serious than our quiz from last time. Yeah, very much so. But, you know, we're all about variety here on Overly Honest Dads. And sometimes you need to be honest about the difficult stuff, not just a silly quiz. Beating can be fun. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we're just going to leave that one there. We're going to take a break. We'll leave you with Magnus's thoughts and we'll see you in just a moment for more dad chat. Bye. Welcome back, everybody. We are here for our Discipline Cast. So, John, you're the first person we're going to talk to as part of our discussion of disciplining children. This all sounds a bit mean, really, doesn't it? The way I'm talking about it. Um, but yeah, we it's, a, it's an important issue for all parents. And so, John, I want to ask you, when was the first time that you realised that you had to start disciplining your kid? I mean, because it would have been Christopher first, wasn't it? Yeah. So can you talk us through when you started to grapple with this issue did you talk about it with your wife beforehand i mean how did it all work for you uh i i was thinking about it today when when i was prepping mentally for this and i think you know the terrible twos for him kicked him when he was three okay um where he would just throw tantrums and and just and and literally wouldn't stop doing whatever you'd ask him not to do and I found it that raise of the tone of the voice, it'll stop. And you'll realize that something he'd done something wrong. And that was enough discipline at that point to get him to behave. Mm-hmm. And I think every child has been different. Every single one has been different for me. Um, I found that Sienna is more of the angel of the three or girls are smarter more like. So girls are smarter. They'll learn off the mistakes of the others. And the youngest is the cheekiest and he knows he can get away with stuff. I feel bad for Christopher because I think your oldest child is the one that gets the worst shit of discipline in a way. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he got the worst discipline of the three. But he's also the most mature and the most organized and all the rest of it. And he's very tidy. And because we really instilled that, you got to tidy up your room. No, uno, due. And then at three, it What does was, that mean? One, two, three. Oh, okay. But when you get to three, <laughs> I should have known that. I, 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 I think he was about six. You wouldn't hit him hard, smack his bum, and you'll know there's a consequence. And it wasn't the pain; it was the fact that, oh, he, he's, he's tapped my bum. Oh, and there is a consequence to doing something. But you have to. I think there was a, a realization that there is magic in consistency. If you, I mean, you see some of these parents like one two and they're like 73 74 and the kids like <laughs> jumping off the walls it's like bj <laughs> yeah, that's what you were just doing there. yeah do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <BG's, laughs> there you go. no but i i think there needs to be consistency that you like don't do one two three and then you don't do anything about it if you get to three there needs to be a consequence to what they're doing mm-hmm. so there needs to be consistency in what you do now i grew up in a household where i can tell you i got a backhand from my mum in church and she made my nose bleed I, she used to throw shit at me. Um, she stopped hitting me with her hands because she broke her pinky once hitting me. Wow. So she was quite... And we're talking 80s, 90s in Italy where discipline and beating the shit out of your kids is a normal thing to do. Um, I will never do that. Never do that. And that, I, I know that doesn't work. And to be honest, what didn't work? For me, the smacking probably worked with my granddad and with my dad but what didn't work with my parents was the ridiculous uh discipline of no you can't watch tv oh we're going out food shopping for two hours we're going to leave you here when you're like a seven-year-old but you're not allowed to watch tv okay 
And then, and I was doing all sorts of mischievous, dangerous shit. Like I used to put a wet blanket on the back of the old TVs to keep it cold because she'll come back home and she'll put a hand on the back of the TV to see if the TV was warm because I've been watching TV or not. So as dangerous as that is, that's ingenious. It is yeah. ingenious, it's pretty, but it's pretty good. But it's give it, that to you, John. But like I, I then became such a like mischievous little shit with everything because I couldn't do anything. So that's where discipline doesn't work, where you're becoming a hard rule, a hard ass on everything. I think discipline needs to be in place for the right things. Mm. And I think having more than one kid probably taught me that. I reckon if I had one child, the focus on just the one child, you put too much pressure on the one child. Having more than one kid, you learn you learn how to adjust and, and help them through life with discipline, but adjusting discipline where it's needed. But again, consistency i think has been key i think if you're consistent then they know i mean i can tell you in my house like kids you gotta go to kids you go uno do it and it's like going and everyone goes to bed because they know gets the three something's gonna happen hmm. and it's just a question of being consistent with it consistent with it my wife has a hard time with it because my son now clever little shit on a bunk bed knows he gets on top my wife is too short she can't hit him so she go uno do it and she goes, Christopher, why don't you do it? And then if she, if she goes, come here, I'm going to give you a smack. And then he just runs off and goes on top of the bunk bed. And it goes, oh, you can't hit me anyway up here. Till I get home. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but the problem is she has that problem. Whether with me, it's like, they know. Yeah. It's like, uno, due, tre. They know they don't want to get to three because they will get a smack. And it's mm-hmm. as simple as that. Now, the whole Scottish thing, not sure how I feel about it, to be honest, because I, I do see a benefit, but I also know that there are some ridiculous motherfuckers out there with the, whether there is a law or not, they will beat the shit out of their kids where there's no need. And sure. I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Well, I've got another question for you. So have you had a situation? So you've obviously described here a situation where you have a routine uh, that you by which you approach discipline and that seems mm-hmm. to be working. So have you had situations in the past or recently where your kids have disobeyed you repeatedly and not responded to your usual techniques no i'll be honest i thought about it no because i'll get to two and it stops yeah yeah okay i think again magic inconsistency i I, it like they won't do it and if they do it again they know like no daddy no and because they know they're gonna get a smack so they know not no daddy no he's gonna beat the shit out of me but they know they're gonna get a smack in a bum at two at two like at three if if i get to three you get a smack and they okay. stop at two. Sometimes it's like, oh, no, and they know because they're too close to me. They don't have the time to get to two. So they're like close to me. It's like they'll stop and they'll realize if they're a little further away, they go, you have to go, oh, no, do it. And then they'll realize, but they hardly ever get to three now because they know they don't want to get to three. Mm-hmm. So okay. how is your son's three times tables? <laughs> you cheeky bitch. <laughs> so does it ever make you, do you ever feel guilty? Like, you know, you no. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely. Because I, I know what my parents did to me mm. and I know what I'm doing with my kids and I don't feel guilty. And I was, to be honest, I got home. This is a side quote, but I got home last night, completely knackered, worn out from work, working all sorts of hours. And on my way home, I'm just thinking, God, my parents really didn't give a shit. Like the amount I worry, the amount I, I like, I know I'm doing the best that I can. I'm sure there are that I can improve things. I'm not perfect, but I'm sure I'm doing the best that I've can from what I've learned off my parents, of what I lived with them and the way they treated me. John, is there a point at which maybe you you would have to escalate things? Is it, it, it do you think that they could do something so bad that you'd have We're to We're not exceed? in teenage years. I think teenage years I'm not prepared for. I don't know what will happen then because then there'll be mm. 
I, I mean, because you're, you're currently smacking, lightly smacking on bum. At what stage would you maybe move maybe up to? Take I don't the, know, a cricket take, bat or, or a gun. <laughs> take the PlayStation away. Oh, okay, all right. You yeah. know, you do. Stuff, I think that's appropriate. This take the yeah, iPad. Yeah. Away. Like yeah. the iPad. Like mm. for example, taking the iPad away works really well with Liam. Mm. And Chris okay. doesn't give a shit. He's got imagination, yeah. so he so his you, mind flies. You know Liam what breaks wants them, the iPad. Yeah, you got to know what breaks them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You kind of like an it's uh, mental an warfare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's, mental it's mental warfare, but you got to know each child is different. Sienna hates to disappoint. It's like saying, I'm very disappointed in you. That breaks her more than anything you can take away from her. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, I'm very disappointed in you. And she will cry because she doesn't want to disappoint anyone. Mm-hmm. But it, it, that's when you escalate it. Yeah. But again, it's working now. When the teenagers, like I can tell you, I can start to see shitty little attitude with Christopher now with my wife. Mm. I'll be like, and he'll, he'll not, you'll just like kind of try to talk down to her. And I'm like, Chris, excuse me. And he'll be like, no, no, I didn't, I didn't. I can't apologize to you, mum. Because now, like, crazy thing is, my wife is 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 fairly short. She's up to he's up to her shoulder now. So he's growing. He's become a little tall boy, and he thinks he's got he's got attitude. You know, testosterone's taken over. But mm. she's your mother. She's not your sister. And it's constantly reminded him now that remember, she's your mother, not your sister. Mm. And he knows. And with me, it, it's still that. But I'm I'm kind of preparing myself for teenage years because I don't know what you know, what tactic mm-hmm. you then need to move into at that point. I think for the moment, different tactics for each child. But again, I'm very happy in the way they behaved because even though we've got three kids that are really, really, really well behaved, there is no tantrums in public. There is no running around that you can go to a restaurant and they're well behaved. But again, I think I, I do, I am a firm believer and believer in discipline. And if discipline is in form of a, a smack or in form of taking an iPad away, you need to adapt from child to child. Mm-hmm. But I think there is definitely a need for it, 100% mm-hmm. need for it, because I think there is love and discipline mm-hmm. for your children. Okay. And beating the crap out of your kids, I, I, I do not, categorically do not believe in that. I think smacking and beating your kids are two different things. And I I went through the beating, I went through the belts, I went through the slippers, I went through the, the wooden spoons, I like like breaking wooden spoons on me kind of thing. So I know, <laughs> I know like kind of abusive discipline, if you want to put it that mm. way. And I think that, and, and it's quite funny because I talked to my Italian. Do you see the merit in that? No, I don't see the merit in that. I do see the merit with, I think, my dad more than my mom because my mom would do it out of anger when my dad was more was logic systematic. Yeah, okay. there was a bit more logic behind what he did, whether my mother was mm. just reactive. She would just react and like beat me <laughs> kind of thing. And I think that discipline should never come out of anger. Mm-hmm. Discipline needs to come out of love and it's about teaching them. And, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm sure I'll, I'll smack one of them out of anger, but not, I, I think, again, it's work for the moment it's working and we're, we're very blessed, I think. And my wife is doing a great job. I mean, she's a great, great, great mum. So, so yeah. Okay, so you've described um, uh, in detail how you approach discipline. Now, one thing I'm interested to know, like we can't as parents control how other people bring up their children. Mm. So have you had situations where other kids have misbehaved to your children? So you may be bullying at school, something like that. Like how does that affect you when you have to deal with other kids being badly behaved? To this your is kids. a really interesting my, question. My son, even if I, is even so I've nice, so nice. It really. Is. So there's a little boy called Rackless or something, which is a year older than Christopher at school. That just gets 
hangs around with younger kids so he can push them around. And Chris is one of the younger kids he pushes around. And I've seen this kid. I'm like, Chris, and, and uh, like, as you know, I like boxing and whatnot. I've been teaching Chris how to punch pads. And he's got quite a punch on him. And I was like, Chris, next time Heraclius comes to you, one, two, three. <laughs> Jab, straight, and kick him in the leg. And it's like, no, daddy, no. And he's such a nice kid and he won't hit them. He won't hit him. He just won't turn to violence. And I don't want to break that in him in a way. But I'm just like, if anyone, you've got to learn in life that if anyone like hits you, you need to hit them back. In the end, uh, basically, they took the kid, like the kid's not allowed to hang around with kids younger than him anymore, basically. So they're kind of taking him aside at lunch. What's the kid's name? Iraklis, I think, or Rackless, or some okay. shit weird name. We'll, we'll have to put a sound effect over that name. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 uh, was the it? Fear of retribution. Yeah. What, 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 why? What's, what have I done wrong? You've no, done you've, wrong. you've done nothing wrong. No. It's just point, that any that... listeners that have empathy towards your kids and may have loyalty towards you may seek out Iraklis and oh, murder right. him. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, I thought it was another boing issue. <laughs> Bad pronunciation. <laughs> But yeah, like Chris is too nice and won't hit him. Won't wouldn't hit him. Now my daughter, otherwise, I seen her in at soft play with a little seven year old trying to push past her, and she just boxed the kid. And I'm like, damn, that's the way to do it. And <laughs> she has a temper on her. She hits her brothers as well, and it's like you have oh, to really? tell her off. You're not allowed to, to like to hit them, but she'll like turn around and just whack Christopher like proper hit him as like like Sienna, you can't do that. I'm very proud of you, but you can't do that. She's got such a right hand on her; it's unbelievable. Really? Do they? Yeah. Do they actually? Do they fight much between themselves? No, like she smacks them around. Like she, yeah. They don't fight, but she will smack them around. She literally puts her foot down, which and she's really quiet and all. But then she'll just like, no, bang, and it's like, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like she's got the magic. On, on a slight tangent, we'll go back on topic. But yeah. On a slight tangent about. Um, have you, in your experience, have you found that your daughter's been a little bit more self-assured in her in her youth compared to your son's? A little bit more confident? No. I no? think my youngest is the most confident, hands okay. down. Okay, all right. My oldest is not confident. Sienna's not so confident, but the youngest is cheeky and cocky as hell. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. I, I, I thought I may have seen a trend there, but maybe not. No. Sorry, continue. Kids okay. Well, John, is there anything more that you want to say that you've not said so far about what you think is important when approaching the subject of discipline with your kids? Just just think you got to... It's part of loving them. And I... When, I, when I'm, I'm in public and I see people with kids that misbehave and they don't tell them off, I'm, I just think you're not helping their development that's that's just my my opinion you're not helping their development that person's not going to grow up to be a good human being because in all ways you need to understand that every action has a reaction every action has a consequence if you do bad things and i think kids need to understand that from a young age to become responsible adults and i think sometimes i see it in public and i just think i'm not saying smack the kid but you've got to tell your kids off you can't just let them run wild i think it's our responsibility as parents that help them grow and you got to do it in love. Disciplining doesn't mean hit your kids. There's there's different ways, but you got to offer discipline somehow. It's part of loving your kids. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, and I think that you know one thing that's important to remember is that this is all opinion. We all have our own ways of approaching this, and I'm sure that a lot of pe- people out there, you know, people that are parents or or are going to be parents, might think that they are going to get through their entire lives without smacking their kids. And I think you know we have to wait until we're at that situation ourselves because it's hard to tell what you're going to do until you're in that situation situation and it's okay to have a variety of approaches there's no one 
right no. way of doing this stuff. Um, so thank you, John, for that um, that little overview of that section of your parenting life. We're going to take another very brief break. And when we come back, Magnus and I are going to talk about what we think we're going to be like when we get to the Or whole... you're going to judge everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's no judgment here. Um, well, there is, but <laughs> uh, we might not talk about it Yeah, on, on the podcast. But yeah, take a break, make a cup of tea, go for a wee. We'll see you in a moment. Bye-bye. Welcome back to another part of Overly Honest Dads. So this is the Discipline cast and now Magnus and I are going to talk about what we predict is going to be our approach to discipline. I think when you are a parent and you're thinking about the path ahead of you, the long and winding road of parenthood, there's a lot that you know you're going to encounter but you don't know how you're going to deal with it. And discipline is one of them. So Magnus, I'm going to throw this right over to you. What are your predictions for how you and your lovely partner are going to deal with disciplining your daughter when she's naughty? Well, uh, it's been definitely a topic of conversation. We've had to attempt to discipline her recently. Okay. Uh, I always thought that I'd be a bit of a hard bastard and that that was somewhat of a worry for me. Um, and Romy predicted that I would not be because I have a daughter. Uh, it's sexist, mate. That's what I'm saying. Sexist. Seems her prediction is coming true. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I am. I'm, I'm somewhat intolerant to things that don't sit well with me. And it's just who I am. Um, I call it out. Uh, and if it's going to be someone close to me, I will, you know, tell them I don't like it. And with Quinn, I always thought that I would... If if there was if she needed disciplining, I'd be happy to do it. Now I'm I'm not a fan of hitting people. Um, I I was smacked a little bit, like you know, like a couple dozen times, no more in my my youth. Uh, so I I don't really have any desire for that. But then again, I I don't know. I am one to change on things. Uh, but she. Okay. Re- so you mentioned you you had an occasion recently where this came up. So why Absolutely. don't you tell us about that? Just about to say, yeah, yeah. this this occasion recently, uh, Quinn was screaming. She was just screaming. Okay, hell of a lot. No reason. It's, no, she liked to scream. No, so screaming not because she was crying. She just wanted to have a yell. Just wanted to scream. Okay, and she just screamed with a smile on her face. <laughs> okay, and I th- I think I may have discussed this in earlier podcasts. It's, it it's that. It's that really high pitched guttural scream that goes to the. To, did one of you guys fucking fart? <laughs> it was him. That's really. Right. You did it earlier. Yeah, but it didn't smell that bad. I'm, oh, I'm trying to be serious, guys, and you're nasally attacking me. Can, can, right? can I give you a this tip for like a screaming two, three baby? Ago. Go on. And this fart has worked. Upon them. No, it, this has worked like a treat. Duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> fucking duct tape. <laughs> okay, so what did you do, Magnus? So so Romana is there. She's It's not Romana. Uh, Quinn is there. She's screaming. She's got a smile on her face. What's your next move? Right, so we read that uh, ignoring them is a form of discipline. Okay. Right? So what we did, and she was doing this at 7.30 in the morning. We live in a fucking terrace. Terrace house. So everyone can hear this kid screaming. She's screaming so loud that everything is vibrating in your head. You can feel the, it at the back of your eyeballs. Uh, so... We immediately would drop our faces. All expression from our faces would exit. Gone. We'd have a flat face. Uh, and then we would look away. 
but she didn't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> she was paused, like, what, what are they up to? What are these motherfuckers up to? And then she'd go along screaming again. So that was our attempt at discipline. Now, bear in mind, she was nine months old at the time, um, and she has screaming episodes. They come and they go. They'll last for a week, and then they'll leave for two and come back again. Um, she screamed for the first time in two weeks this morning. Uh, so... I, I really don't know. I have no fucking experience. I want to know more about these screams. Like, what what kind of scream are we talking about? Could you do like a fairly low volume version? No, of I've what tried. The scream would sound like no. I've I've really tried. It can only come from a demon spawn. <laughs> it, Is it high high pitched? Yeah. Noise. Yeah. Yeah. It sits. It sits around fifteen thousand kilohertz. It's <laughs> so high pitched. So so high pitched. Can I give you a tip? And you're gonna Go love on. this. And it's not duct tape. Scream back. Playfully, yeah, I did. Well, how did she react to it? She she nearly cried, and I felt so bad. Oh, I would, I would, yeah. I would just like ah, like that, and I would be like ah, no. and I'll go higher. Well, okay. until they stop, and then ah. So I, I'm loud. Uh, so Quinn is loud, but I have force behind my voice, so she can feel it in her bones. I can feel it behind my ears, but she can feel yeah, it in her whole body. Right. Yeah, and I proper went ah at her as a joke like also smiling while I was washing dishes she was uh, next to me and Romana was behind me and we both looked at Quinn and then she looked at Romana and then looked down at the table and then looked back up at Romana and you could see just some quivering occurring and this went on for like 30 seconds and I felt like the biggest piece of shit ever it didn't work I'm not doing that again but I did try it was really bad but I used to do it as a game and then ah yeah, ah, and, uh, that's fine. And then they stopped and were like confused, like okay, like you, you, and then you, they gave you up. You didn't like fully scream. I fully scream. No, but I wouldn't. Yeah, but I wonder if it's a dumb. <laughs> so even you're even now you're thinking like I'm a fucking arsehole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. So I wonder if it's a dominance thing from from Quinn's point of view. So she's been screaming. She'd be like, "I'm the queen of the scream." Um, hear me uh, roar and then you're like ah no I'm the king of the scream and she's like oh no I'm not superior anymore <laughs> because you know yeah no absolutely but you know she, Quinn ain't dominating shit man she ain't paying taxes she ain't doing shit so my scream it was it, it, it you know it, it just something to compare to how, how out of play not out of anger man like not not that you were doing it out of anger but just like do it playfully it, it was but it was too loud yeah way okay. too loud Okay, so have you thought? So this has been an instructive experience for you. I can tell you thought about this a lot. So how has this, um, how has this instructed your um, thoughts about the future and how you approach things when Quinn can actually be more disobedient? Well, I, I, I think at this stage she's too young to be disciplined in any real way. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like further down the line. He doesn't want to think about it, Matt. Yeah, I, 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 Matt. uh, You've probably thought about it more than I have. I, I, I don't know now because I'm I'm a bit of a softie with Quinn. Did the bit where I told asked you to think about this not make you want to think about it a little bit before we were recording? I, I have thought about it and I'm stumped. I, I, I really don't know Fair how enough. we're going to do it. I'm going to have to read books and material and, yeah. you know, get experience from people. But I, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't like the idea of whacking. Or, or slapping. Uh, I was going to say whacking, whacking like out in the field, two, two bullets in the back of the head, like <laughs> you scream too high. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just a flesh wound. Okay, well, so like, we, we touched upon this ourselves before we recorded, but maybe now's a good time to bring it up. How 
how does your own experience of being a kid and experience discipline how's that in uh, going to affect how you approach it yourself as a parent have you thought much about that yeah yeah i have um i i, I wasn't really smacked that often as a kid uh and i think i preferred that but i think most kids would say that as well uh i I do you know what Matt? I I'm kind of stumped. I don't know. I I really don't know. Uh, I don't think that I will be smacking Quinn, and I I I I think that I probably carried a similar kind kind of experience that I had when I was a kid to Quinn as well, because I felt that it it worked. There was one experience, however, where I was walloped. Uh, so I'd gotten home from school, um like four no it was like five thirty or something from got off the school bus came home there was no one at home don't know where the fuck my mum was i didn't have keys don't ask why that's another story i couldn't get into the house and i really needed a poo okay like i really really needed a poo it was touching cloth yeah Ooh, it's coming turtlenecking coming in and out um definitely too much information but it was john yeah very interesting scenario. Uh, so I climbed the back fence to get into the back garden. And I thought to myself, hmm, where can I do this poo? Uh, <laughs> and I looked at the logistics. I looked at the back garden. I could have just like tucked under a hedge, gone in there and, and done it. But I thought to myself, hmm, I, I have no tissues, nor do I have any devices to wipe my, my bum. I'm going to break into the house. So I carefully picked a window. I attacked that window at a corner. The glass smashed, it was single plane glass as well. Uh, and I crawled through the space into the house. I felt a sense of achievement. I was now in a warm house and I had a, a, a poo, which is very delightful, that I was able <laughs> to wipe with toilet tissue. It was very civilized. So my mum got home maybe an hour or two later. Uh, it was I, it, probably during the summertime because I remember it was still so, uh, light outside. And all I remember now is seeing the surprise expression on her face of how I got into the house. And then I told her I needed to go for a poo and I broke into the house. She got a cricket bat. <laughs> and, yeah, and she came at me with the cricket bat. She was so pissed. She was so pissed. She came at me at me with the cricket bat. Um, she wasn't very hard with the cricket bat. It was more so just a display um and i had to re-putty the window we had to go and buy some glass that's how i learned to putty windows okay um but yeah you know that was an experience maybe yeah. i do something like that if quinn you know broke into the house maybe i would run at quinn with the cricket bat <laughs> I, I i think that's okay because it's like it's like a display but you don't actually follow through you know it's the same thing as um, farting and not shitting no 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 but like if 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 you say you have a gun but there's no bullets in the gun and you you, you do that that's a similar kind of thing don't I, you think i'm not gonna pull a gun with bullets or otherwise or a cricket bat yeah. sure. no. no maybe a car <laughs> <laughs> i don't see anything wrong with this guys it worked for me i never broke into the house to do a shit again i actually did the next one out in the garden this is actually a good pastiche of like the whole idea of I support smacking because it didn't hurt because it didn't it didn't hurt me in the end. Like I my my mum came at me with a cricket bat, so why not? Can I can I give a comparison um between the childhood your daughter will have and the childhood you had? 
you had a rough childhood yeah without going into details your daughter's going to have a very easy childhood because both of you will really look after her. She will probably need discipline more than you did because you were disciplined by life in a way. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and I think that's going to be the question for you, mm. if that makes sense. Is, can that, is that, I'm not being offensive yeah, with that you, observation. No, you're absolutely right. We have thought about this yeah. because she's going to be getting things that we never had. Exactly. I think that is is the thing. I think it's the, the love you're going to give her is maybe, mm. you know, shit that we missed as kids, mm. if you know what I mean. It's like the... You the make way a I treat really my good kids point. are very different than the way I got treated. And I think... You, you, you're making such a brilliant point because one of the things we are worried about as new parents is that she may become entitled. She may have a sense of entitlement that evolves somehow, no matter how much we uh, think we're doing the right thing. We've given her everything. So she has this sense of entitlement. Exactly. Whereas we never had that. We never had that when we were growing up. Um and that is a big worry because it, it, you don't you want know, it to be millennials, you know. As the meme goes, yeah, you know, you, as as a parent, you you think you do everything, but then you have a kid that turns into a little shit. What mm. do you do then? I've got a good boxing book for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, but that's the thing. I think there is that balance, isn't there? Because you don't want him to turn into yeah. So how do you do it? How do you do it? You do it as you go along. You do it. I think you do it. You got to adapt as you go along. I think it's mm. about adapting because as they're developing as kids, you're developing as a parent, mm-hmm. as a grown up. So, mm. yeah. And every human is different. Every human is different. So it, it, it's, it's difficult to come up with a, a strategy that's foolproof. Yeah. You just got to adapt. And I think having more kids makes shit easier. I'm not saying go out there and pop more kids, but... Mm. I do think it made it easier for us, 100%. Well, as, as much a, as they're more expensive and a stress and all the rest of it, it's easier growing them As together. a good Catholic, I'm all for more children. Yeah. But unfortunately, I married a non-Catholic woman. So, uh, yeah. So, so you're just going to have six. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what I'd like to do. Well, I told you my theory already about having more kids so that the off chance one of them is mega successful and therefore you can live an easy life. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of my idea. Yeah. But yeah, my, my approach to this stuff, thanks for asking, um, is... <laughs> Sorry, Matt. It's After fine. you. I'm used to this Sorry, from you who guys. who is this guy, Mag? I'm <laughs> used to this with you guys. But no, it's good because you guys get chatting and you, and you go off on one and I can just sit back and like Hit relax. It's like the first <laughs> first time today I've been able to have five minutes peace and quiet and just let you guys chat with each other. It's it's, it's quite nice. Um, so you know how I, I think a lot of the approach to discipline comes from the dynamic that you have with your partner. So anyone that knows me and my wife, Alex, knows that she is probably, well, always definitely the more serious of the two. And I'm more of a joker character and really? less serious. Yeah, yeah, she is like... But you're not funny. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I acted. That, 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 that was fairly funny. I'll give you that. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, in terms of how we are with Amelie as well, it's definitely true. Like I am the fun one and Alex is not the disciplinarian because she doesn't have to be doesn't have to do that but she is more of the doer and i'm the the joker type and so when i've been thinking about what discipline is going to be like i we kind of worked the assumption alex will dole out the discipline a little bit now does that seem counterintuitive to you guys do you guys think that the man should be doing the discipline and the, and i i the, think no, no, she I, would she would so what you'll find is she'll give the discipline but the discipline that will have the most effect is when you give it because you won't give it often. But when you give it, she'll take it really seriously. Yeah, and that's mm. what that's what that's what Alex has sort of said that yeah. that she will do that. But it might end up being, yeah. And I I don't mean to play to 
traditional gender roles or to no. say that women can't deliver discipline because obviously they can you know all of this is possible but you deal with the reality of what you know and what your experience is and and um and yeah um and so yeah that's kind of how we've been thinking about yeah. it and i mean i think that when it comes to the more physical side of things um i think that's something that will be on the agenda to yeah. some extent Physical um, side of things. Physical discipline. Oh, low, so threat like, of violence. Not like we wouldn't. Not like, with a cricket bat. So, <laughs> I, so I had times where I was hit with a closed fist on my arm. Mm-hmm. Um, never in the face or anything like that. But I was hit with a closed fist mm-hmm. um, and open hand. Um, not never in the face, but I got, got a couple of good thumps in the day. Um, and I wouldn't say that that's a good way to do things. I wouldn't say that's preferable, but it does help. To know that there is a, if you go beyond a certain level, there are consequences. It's like what John was saying earlier with his one, two, three, and attack. Yeah. Do the one, two, three thing. Uno, due. No, don't, 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 don't say it. Not um, a three. Please. No, please not a three. No. Um, <laughs> and I do think, yeah, that the, the whole idea of consequences matters, but it does seem like the whole swell of society is moving towards no smacking. Mm. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment i have a feeling we're all going to agree so it might end up being a short final segment of our podcast but listeners take this opportunity to relax this is a this has been a stressful episode we've been talking about serious stuff so take a moment to decompress have a join us again no don't john no one john that's not appropriate don't encourage masturbation in the middle of a parenting podcast that is juvenile jesus christ man don't listen to him listeners don't masturbate, smack your kids instead. <laughs> and then, <laughs> or do both. Um, or duct tape your wife, whatever. What? No, Jesus sorry, I was Christ. your kid, whatever. Oh my cricket God. bats, what? You know, I'm telling people at my work they should listen to this. <laughs> oh, you so should. Oh, no. Okay, well, I'll do whatever you want, listeners. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the final section of our discipline podcast. Um, so we're going to, this is probably going to be slightly anticlimactic because we're going to talk about our thoughts on banning smacking. Um, so this is a thing that's recently um, been announced for Scotland. It's going to be legal to smack your kids in Scotland. I think this has been a discussion that's been going on for a long time um, and uh, and things are happening. And so I figured we're, seeing as we're on this subject, we may as well talk about it now. Quickly, I'm going to give one opinion before I throw it out to you guys. And my opinion on this is that it's kind of pointless to legislate for things that can't realistically be policed. So in your own home with your kids, the police aren't going to be there when you smack your kids, are they? Agreed. Unless you live with a copper, unless you're married to a copper, you've got a copper as a lodger, copper lodger. Um, it's just not going to happen. Yep. Um, and so obviously there are extreme examples like where there's really excessive violence. So it goes beyond a, a sort of mild smack and to actual thumping, violence, abuse. That's a different thing. So we're going to say that is not smacking. That is abuse. Smacking, hard to police. How? What, what's the point of making it illegal? That's kind of where I come at it from. But let's throw it out to you guys. Who wants to take... Take it first. Not the smacking, the argument. Lazy parenting, really. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, I, I don't agree with it. I, I, I just categorically think you can't police it. And the idiots that are going to beat the shit out of their kids, a law is not going to change that. 
they're going to beat the shit out of the kids anyway. So trying to ban smacking just seems stupid. Um, that that's literally where I sit at, and I just thought I, I didn't even know. I found out when you added it to the group, and I'm like, really? And I looked it up, and I'm like, what? I mean, what's the consequence going to be? I mean, it's 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 like oh, you could, you know the, the the rule that you have to pay a penalty for taking your kids on holiday during the school year. That ha- makes more sense as much as it pisses me off more with the way holiday ma- uh, holiday companies take the mic. But that makes more common sense because kids need to be educated. Something like trying to ban smacking in a household. It's just like, oh yeah, you're not allowed to fart in your house or you'll be taxed. Fucking try and catch me. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Cat- fart me if you can. It's, it just seems ridiculous. So I just don't agree with it. Really don't. Magnus? Uh, I agree in that it, it doesn't really seem to make much sense for its existence. It's unpoliceable, for sure. Uh, I haven't read up on the origins of its inception. However, I'm going to assume that it's reactionary to mm-hmm. something that yeah. occurred. Is that is that true? Well, I think that the whole point is that, you know, as society evolves, that we don't need to rely on violence as a method of control. And I so th- was it lobbied for? Because uh, it, 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 it would seems have been, to yeah. appeal yeah. to the bleeding heart. The thing is, I, I'm quite hesitant to try and tie things into things like PC culture or that kind of stuff because I don't. For me, my thoughts on it aren't related to that whole wider subject of 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 you know uh, political correctness and and moving leftward uh, socially. That's not where I come at it from, but I can appreciate other people probably mm. see that as part of the same thing. Mm. Um, but yeah. Sorry. Go well, ahead. It's, no, it's it's difficult for me to form an opinion on this because I, I if 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 it has a scale to it, if the, the their law has a scale to it, then I'd like to see what it is. If it doesn't, then it's fucking stupid. Okay. Well, so let, let me ask you a, a blunt question then. Uh, do you anticipate smacking your kids when when they're older? No. No. So how would you square your thoughts that you won't smack your kids with it being uh, illegal for other people to smack theirs? Is it a case that you think people should be free to do they do what they want? Well, within reason, we should be protecting children and the most vulnerable in society, as the meme goes. However, I, there are certain methods which are unsavory that need to be done. And if a smack, like the way you smack your kids, John, um, dare I say smack is the wrong word, if that works and it has no lasting damage, then it, it's a good thing. Mm. No, it's just not in my nature to do that. that yeah. That's all it is. I think the way I, I think about it, uh, to, to come in quickly, is that if you're re- smacking your kids repeatedly, so if, say if you have to smack your kids once a week, twice a week, and that goes on over a number of months or indeed years, smacking is probably not being effective at that point. Yep, so much. as a tool of discipline, it's pretty useless. Yep, agreed. And so there's no point in doing it. And I think any sensible parent should know at that stage that hitting your kids is not helping. And the reason they're doing it is masking underlying issues that should be dealt with in a different manner. Um, But I think for a a lot of parents, maybe even just as guesswork, the majority would use it as a very occasional tool. It looks like you do with your un, dos, tres. Um, Don't Spanish me. (laughs) (laughs) Parto cinco, cinco, seis. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And and it doesn't seem like you do it very often, do you? No, No. I don't have to anymore. You just get to two and they stop. Exactly. I mean, there is one thing as well that I will say is, as though I'm going dark here, but I'll, I'll share it. I remember having a bruise on my back from my mother beating me. And I remember going to school 
going to PE and not wanting to play PE because I didn't want people to see the bruise. And if they saw the bruise, I probably would have said I fell down the stairs. There is a sense of shame when parents are being abusive that a law is not going to change. I mean, if you look at the baby P case, horrible case. Mm. Care, you know, the care, carers were involved and, oh, he fell down the stairs. And it got ignored. Mm-hmm. It would have the smack in law made any difference? No, because the excuse would always be he fell down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I think there is a there is a fundamental flaw in the law that if someone's beating their child, they're not going to fucking tell you. Mm. I mean, that's the reality. They're mm-hmm. going to tell you. So the law doesn't make any difference because in your own home, you do what the fuck you want. Mm. I mean, it's as simple as that. I think it's just there's a flaw in, in, in the system in that sense. I just think it's a waste of a law. They but, spend taxpayers' money in, in like talking about, oh, we should implement this new law just because, you know, somebody probably complained or whatever it may be. But it doesn't have an actual... F- effect to the problem to the issue yeah so the 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 law as it appeared in the headline that you show that you you sent to us um it appears very showy Mm -hmm. and without substance yeah performative Mm. yeah it's the word i'd use so i think we're pretty unanimous here i don't think any of us would ever relish the idea of smacking your children indeed magnus has doesn't have an intention to go down that road um i think alex and i have talked about the fact that we would be open to it, but we've not really not been in a situation where we've had to... Too young. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not likely to in the near future. And, and John, you've arrived at a place where, you know, you, you seem to have things down for the time being. Mm. Um, and so I just want to say for any listeners out there that think that we are being anachronistic, we're being old-fashioned or anything like that, I mean, you know, ultimately... Suck our dicks. Every opinion is welcome. (laughs) Not what John said. Um, Obviously, that's not good to say suck your dick. Um, But, you know, every opinion is valid apart from the stupid ones. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Matt. (laughs) And so, so, yeah, I think that's where we'll leave it for today. I appreciate this has been a heavy episode, but I think occasionally we need to touch upon these subjects because not every aspect of parenthood is easy. And we're here to be honest, indeed overly honest. And today we've certainly been overly honest. So, um, yeah, so thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, If you want to give us some feedback, you can write to us at overlyhonestdads at gmail.com to repeat that's overly honest dads at gmail.com we have a twitter still not active at time of recording it will be at some point tweet us there we'll tweet out stuff and it will be all be exciting um and give us feedback rate us review us like subscribe all that stuff on itunes or wherever you get your podcast there are many out there wherever you get them give us a like give us a review because that's how people can find out about this horrible podcast that we do um and so all that remains is for me to say thank you Danke schön. Grazie mille. And merci beaucoup to Magnus. Dobri den. To John. Thank you, Matthew. And to you at home. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. Thank you for your attention. Enjoy whatever it is you're going to do now and indeed for the rest of the day. We'll see you next time for more Overly Honest Dads. Thank you and good night. Bye bye.